Chapter 17 The oven beeped obnoxiously, startling them. Henry pulled his hand back to his side, standing as Gloria jumped up, relieved to have an excuse to escape the building tension. I'm sorry. Horrible timing. One sec. Her hands shook as she slid the casserole into the oven. Henry stood, his back to her. She couldn't tell if she'd ruined the evening with her sudden flight or if he was thinking of bolder things to say to scramble her brains. It's going to have to cook for at least an hour, she announced, completely ignoring Henry's bold proclamations. What was wrong with her? Answer him in an intelligible fashion, lady, she ordered herself. Answer him. Lick him. Do something. Idiot. The irrational part of her mind, the baser part, wanted to rip his clothes off, drag his youthful body to her room and not emerge for several days. But the rational part, the part that still doubted, the part that knew, though she was in fairly good shape for sixty-something, knew she was still sixty-something and was scared. There were so many things to worry about this beautiful boy seeing, judging, retreating from. Steadying her hands and her heart, she spun around, fully ready to admit she had no idea what to say in response. She turned into his chest, her face muffled into the soft fabric of his shirt. He stepped back, peering down at her, his eyes darkening into unfathomable mirrors. She could see herself in the reflection of his eyes. He pushed her gently back against the counter, and she felt the cold steel of the countertop on her back through her shirt. He said nothing, but deliberately, slowly, moved his right hand to just below her jaw, raising her chin up slightly. She stared up at him, shocked and paralyzed by the deliberate seduction. He moved his face close to hers, his lips less than an inch from her own. Is this okay? he murmured, his eyes never leaving hers. She noticed he smelled like cinnamon and a hint of something more earthy maybe lavender. She nodded. She couldn't make herself talk. She'd never had a man, any man, make a move on her like this, and she'd been sexually active in both the 70s and the 80s. He bent down and pressed his cool lips to her warm ones, sliding his mouth sideways across hers, pushing his tongue between her lips, circling hers with his own, kissing her while his hands gripped the sides of her face sucking the breath from her lungs, his teeth gently pulling on her bottom lip. He tasted like cinnamon, too. Gloria's head swam. Her knees buckled. She could feel him everywhere, though his hands were firmly planted where they began. Just as she completely lost her breath, he pulled back, his dark eyes glittering in the dimly lit kitchen. His skin was rosy as well. Would I be overly bold to ask if I could kiss you again? He was smiling and slightly out of breath. At the hint of a nod, they moved towards one another, his hands snaking out and gripping the back of her neck firmly. Dinner was forgotten. They kissed in the kitchen, pulling each other down the dark hallway towards the bedroom, pausing only to seek each other's lips out hungrily as they tore at one another's clothes. The house was dark now that the sun had set. It smelled like chicken. Her mom's house had been left intact, so as they made their way down the hall, 
There were photos of Gloria and her siblings at various stages of their lives dotting the cream-colored walls. A black-and-white photo of her as a baby, one from graduation. A picture of her and Dan on their wedding day. A collage of Carl and his family. And a single picture of Dennis in his uniform, taken days before he shipped out. So much black and white. Gloria pulled Henry impatiently past the photos. She threw open the door to her room, glancing quickly to ensure there was nothing embarrassing lying about. Sometimes, she left the icy hot on her bedside. And there were her reading glasses. Who over forty didn't have those? The massager, thankfully, was in its roost in the bottom drawer. Henry pressed his hand on the small of her back, following closely behind her. She spun around as he wrapped her in his arms, bending his head down to kiss her neck. Was this really happening, she thought fleetingly. She backed up, her knees pressing against the edge of her orthopedic mattress. He bent over her, pushing her back into the mattress, kissing her neck, her collarbone, her earlobes. His body sank into hers with delicious tenderness. Her heart beat so heavily she was afraid he'd hear it and grow alarmed. Her eyes were closed, her arms around the back of his neck. She felt the cold air of the room suddenly over her body where he had just rested. He'd settle back on his haunches, balancing on his heels, his eyes on her. Gloria leaned up on one elbow, alarmed, searching his expression in the dark room. Something wrong? she asked breathlessly, her body calming, logic rushing back into her brain. Of course there was something wrong. His mini-stroke had subsided and he'd suddenly realized he was about to bed a woman old enough to be his grandmother. No, he panted, shaking his head. I mean, yes. Here we go, Gloria thought. This is it. He's going to admit he was molested by his high school librarian and start to cry. Gloria, he said her name softly, his voice full of passion. I want you to know that I, I want you very much. I haven't felt this way in a long time. But in this one thing, in one way, I, I feel like I'm being dishonest. There are things about my life, complicated things, very strange things. Gloria almost snorted. Ah, <laughs> to have complicated early 20s things going on. Yep, here it goes. He sank further back on his heels. Gloria sat all the way up, alarmed by his stern expression. She noticed his hand shook as it fingered the medallion hung around his neck. He held it between his thumb and forefinger, his thumb rubbing the back of it. He saw her eyes on his hand, and he dropped the medallion back to rest on his pale chest. I want to make love to you, very badly. And if you'll have me, I will. But I should tell you something first, about me. Something you should know. She felt the chilly fingertips of anxiety slide over her skin. She only knew she didn't want this to end. Not yet. Not tonight. Sexually confused? Gloria asked. Henry suppressed a smile and shook his head no. Do you have VD? Gloria coached softly. It was really the worst-case scenario. Herpes after 50 years of sexual activity. He laughed. No. Well, then I don't care. Gloria pulled him closer her hands reaching out to grab his shirt, tugging at the buttons, pushing the fabric aside to expose his lean torso and a sprinkling of soft brown hair down the center of his chest, trailing to his stomach. He was thin but toned, 
The muscles of his forearms stood out as he pushed her back and hovered over her, holding his body slightly over her own. With the moonlight streaming through the window, his skin glowed pale and his eyes glittered in the dark. His body moved over hers where he crouched like a tiger, sliding his skin over hers, staring down into her eyes. He had a look of such longing and passion, Gloria felt like she could drown in him. Whatever it is, I don't care, Gloria assured him. Just give me this one night. He stared intently into her eyes, the cold medallion dangling from his neck, tickling her chest. His face relaxed, and he kissed her, slowly and sweetly, teasing her mouth with his own. He murmured in her ear, It's nothing that won't wait.